throughout the Word of God, I'm sure that there are different, many different times where we can look and see if it wasn't for the, the prayers of a mother or the effort of a mother that many things wouldn't have come to pass. Thank you for that word, Sister Danielle. There was a, a, a child that asked his dad, he said, Dad, what's a man? And, and the dad says, a man is someone who is responsible and cares for their family. And the kid answered, I hope one day I can be a man just like mom. I'm thankful for all of our moms today. Amen. We've got some moms here that have had to play two roles, and we thank you for that. We thank you for never giving up on us, never turning your back, always having a hand there to help us and lead us along. Amen. Our next guest speaker is Sister Melinda Bailey. Would you welcome her today? Praise the Lord, everyone. I, um, everybody around here knows me as the crier, and I was like, Lord, I want this to be funny and awesome, and everybody smile, and Sister Danielle already had me crying, so this may not start out too well, guys. Uh, first, I want to say Happy Mother's Day to everyone here, young and old, you know, whether you've given birth to a child or just helped love on somebody else's, you have a motherly role in every child's life that is here, especially as a family as the church in the house of God. So thank you, thank you, thank you, all of you. Um, okay, so I'm nobody special. I'm not a special speaker. I'm just a normal person. <laughs> but I am here trying to be obedient to that lady right over there. Um, so I uh, took a long time to join this motherhood ranking um, just a couple of years ago. I'm not the youngest person in the world, and I am just beginning my journey. So I still have a long way to go. Um, but I did deal with a lot of the grown children that have come through here for 13 years in youth ministry. So I know I have a lot of interesting things to look forward to. Um, <laughs> so um, those of you that were here last year, you heard the testimony of the miracle that God gave my husband and I. Um, little Ethan, you've seen him running around screaming at the top of his lungs for no reason at all. And he just wants to make himself known. But I am thankful for every scream and cry and every time he runs away. And all those wonderful abilities that he has, whether he makes me laugh or cry, I am beyond thankful for the precious, precious gift that God gave me. So anyway, let's go on a little journey together. You're laying in bed. You're, it's like not time to get up yet, and you're kind of in that realm of like the best sleep of your life is like right before your alarm clock goes off. And you're laying there, but instead you're woken up, instead of by an alarm, a glimmer of sunlight coming through the window, and you jump up in a panic because you realize you're really supposed to leave for work when it's still dark outside. So there's a problem. Your alarm clock didn't go off. You don't even discover until like hours later after you're already at work that your church, your, your phone was still on do not disturb from church the night before. So none of your alarms went off that morning. And I literally have to set like 10. My husband can testify to this. He gets woken up by 10 repeated alarms until I get my behind out of bed. 
So you are in a rush, you're panicking, you don't know what to do, you've got to get there, reviews are about to come out at work, okay, so you've got to be on time. So you are rolling out of bed and onto your knees and you go, God, I need you to help me through this day because you know, I know without you, I just cannot make it. You rush around packing bottles, uh, making coffee, grabbing snacks. You look at the clock and you're going, I hope I have time for a decent shower. Oh God, I cannot go 12 hours today without a shower. Okay, so you're on your way, traffic is terrible, but somehow you still make it. You spend your 12-hour day away from your home, (laughs) and what used to be little breaks for you at your job is now filled with diaper changes and feedings and wiping away tears and struggles in and out of the car seat because my little buddy gets to go to work with me. (laughs) So there's no escaping the chaos. You work and you take care of the baby. But at the same time, I'm so thankful that I'm the one getting to change those diapers and give him his snacks and do everything for him that I can do. So thank you, Jesus, for that opportunity. So you uh, spend your 12-hour day away from your home there. You've done all your stuff for your baby. You're finally off work. And you realize, well, I have no idea what I'm making for dinner. Dear God, please tell me I don't have to stop at the store again on the way home. I don't know what's going to go on the table at all. So, you're finally home. You managed to put something on the table. And now the big cleanup is still ahead of you. You're already tired and exhausted. Now maybe time to relax. Nope. Everything ready for work the next day. Your baby boy needs a little time to play. And you spend most of that time telling him why he cannot use his bat to hit the window. You spend another 15 minutes trying to explain why it is not nice to hit the dog. You love Mocha. Pet her. Don't hit her. Honey, no, you cannot jump off the couch. Wait a minute. How did you get up there anyway? What was I doing? And I didn't even see you climb that high. So... You get that done, it's time for a bath, bedtime stories, prayers, and hoping and praying to God that he actually sleeps through the night and you don't have to wake up 20 times for maybe it's a teething week or, you know, for some reason he just can't sleep. You think, if I can just get everything done in the next 20 minutes that I have to do, I might get five hours of sleep before I have to go to work tomorrow. You go to bed and you're pretty sure that you fell asleep before your head even hit the pillow. And due to complete exhaustion, your alarm clock goes off and you think, surely I said it at the wrong time. Nope, it's really time to get up again. And you cry just a little bit to yourself. (laughs) And you go, oh God, I need you even more today. (laughs) So this is just one normal day on a very long journey. This is just one person's experience. This is just one day that really didn't have that many problems except for waking up without an alarm clock. And I thank God that he did wake me up that day and that really did happen. So even though you, your days are filled with stress, every mom has experienced chaos and being, having feelings of being overwhelmed. We are human. And even as moms, as much as we love our children and what we are called, to do. We can have some pretty ugly moments. 
Exhaustion and frustration can put you in a hard place as we try to choose our words wisely, hoping that, Lord, help me say the right thing, that I can be a good example to my little boy and he can learn the same. Our theme for this Mother's Day is in his presence. What about his presence? Have you experienced it? In Genesis chapter 3, verse 8, Adam and Eve had sinned and wanted to hide from the presence of God. I know many times I have fallen on my face before God, completely embarrassed before him because I just didn't do things right that day. But at the same time, I can ask him for forgiveness. 1 John 1.9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Then I shut off my desperate plea and remember Psalms 104, and I try to start over because it says that I should come into his presence with thanksgiving. And I begin to thank God for every chaotic moment and precious chance that I have to raise up my child in the way that he should go. Proverbs 22.6. As I tell God I'm sorry and I'm just so tired. Maybe if I weren't so tired, God, I wouldn't act this way. And he reminds me that he will go with me and give me rest in Exodus chapter 33, 14. And then I cry out to God and say, Lord, I'm not sure I can handle this. I only have one. Why am I thinking about having a second? (laughs) He reminds me I'm cast down but not destroyed. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 7 through 10. So I stay on my knees, and I'm finally surrounded by his presence. And everything else seems to go away for just a little while. And once you're consumed with him, there it comes. Psalm 16, 11. In his presence, there's fullness of joy. More than just joy, it's like, I used to think a good cry just did you some good, but it wasn't the crying that really helped me. It was that God was touching me in the middle of those prayers, in the middle of those tears. He was there and he was faithful to me. Maybe you find yourself in similar moments, feeling unbalanced and kind of lost. Maybe you're a mom that just needs some renewing and strength. Maybe you're not a mom at all, but your life has you feeling overwhelmed and frustrated. We all have our own journey, and whatever moment you find yourself in, and no matter how far away from God you feel, he still loves you. He's faithful to you. You have not messed up so bad that he won't take you back. It is urgent that you find him now. I've said the quick prayers, but it's until you're in those prayers where you really just stay there until you know you've met with him, those are the ones that really get you through the day. So I thank you, God, for meeting me when I've set aside the time to find you again. And whether it's been a few days, a few months, a few hours, whatever, if I need you and I set out to find you, the more I seek you, then I'll find you even better than I did before. And I'm thankful 
And if you're in this place, lock yourself away. You'll know when you've met with his presence. You will be changed forever, and you will want to meet with him daily because it changes everything that you are. 